There we go. We're live Matt, Ricardo's everything live. We're booting up. Give us a minute. Right, boot it up, boot it up. Are we recording now? Yeah. We're live. It's only been right. five hours. So uh, right. Well, first things first. I, we're going to start in one second, but this song is too much. Please welcome our very special guest, Daniel Nardiccio. Hey, guys. Daniel, please tell everyone why you were playing the song. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. You have to tell everyone. Where, where am I speaking to? Where's that? Just, yeah, it's the I, I'm just going to, like, look around. Yeah, you're talking to God. It's fine. Uh, we're talking to Jesus Christ. So, uh, Rick has been trolling me on Facebook for a while now. And grinder Rick and <laughs> And every time I'd see his messages, I would be like, oh my God, it's Rick Astley, <laughs> the singer of Never Gonna Give You Up and Together Forever. And it turned out it wasn't him. You're not even remotely like him. He's like a white soul singer. <laughs> and you're like... Well, ginger. <laughs> he's a white ginger. It doesn't get whiter. Well, look how... He got that two-step down. Come on. Well, that's what I was talking about. That is the whitest dance. Did you see that vagina oversized code? I love yes. it. But you know he's got I a love the 80s. Monster I fucking you know that, 80s. Right? I know he does, and I... I, I would never give it up. I would never <laughs> let it... I'd never let it go down. Never. I would never let it go down. It won't. It won't go down. You just know that Rick Astley has this... Stupid, like he's like a big dumb cum cannon. Like it's like, a, uh, you know, he's just like this well, that's, giant. That's one thing we have in common. So that's good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, we're never gonna give you up then. To late so, night cruising so, with a dirty Mr. gay show. The dirty gay show with Mr. Rich Easley, and of course we all know me, Brian Selly, and the famous Danny Nordicio. I finally have found him. The Sultan of uh, was. It? The kingpin of nightlife. Now, Daniel, as I'm sure you've seen, anti drop It's true. I stalk Daniel. Big I'm my God, Daniel. To grow up and be Daniel. Oh, sweet, I mean, I, I do go through his garbage sometimes, but not much anymore. <laughs> we we we've grown past that. But Daniel Ardicio <laughs> is one of my all-time role models and idols. As I talk he about, he popped my dirty gay cherry. Oh, oh, did he? Yes. Did the he? first underwear party was at Daniel Ardicio's party. I want to say in Lower East Side. I was this bar on the Lower East Side, and it's, I would say, like, a, like Allen, and, like, it's, like, really, it's, like, a... Was it Magnum? Was it the one where we paid the dancers by the inch? I don't know. It, was, guess, in a, it was in a basement. We had one it was in a basement. It was inch. in a basement, and I'd never been to an underwear party, and I, and I stripped down, and I was just, like, didn't... It was, like, very low-key, and then all of a sudden, it just got buck while the dancers started, you know, were yeah, dancing. Yeah, yeah, totally. and, That's going to happen here and, tomorrow, um, actually. We do here Rick, is your phone For on? Fluffer. What the hell's going on? Why well, that I... was the first. Since we're here, let's tell everyone where we are. As soon as we're, we're at Bedlam. He fixes his technology. We are at Dan Ardicio's <laughs> Bar Bedlam right now. That is, and how long have you owned this for now? Uh, been, about a year. It's been about a year. A year. It's yeah. been rocking and popping. And yes. um, some of the events that are happening. What's happening here tomorrow night? Tomorrow is a long underwear oh, party long underwear, yeah. because I kind of thought it was going to be colder. This winter's been really cold, uh, warm, mild. But, yeah, mild. So I, I do a long underwear party a couple times in the winter because I think it's fun. And first of all, I, I think it's super sexy long underwear. Yeah. And guys that are really hot that are kind of like, oh, I don't want to get in my underwear and go into a bar. We'll get in long underwear. So it's kind of like a nice. And then they're nice. they're still ready to be because I was like we, we talk about this a lot the slut shame like how the gay community has changed so much. Yeah. Like no you way. know like like I always, I say this again and again like glory holes. I remember my first glory hole at the young age of twenty one. There was like a line out the door of all different colors, suits, ties. Now you go to a glory hole. There's like three guys there with like two teeth, and it's like you're lucky if you can <laughs> if you can get one like just to suck on your dick for a second, or without put, so without without them trying to pop a twenty through. We have. Uh, you know, I was doing this party at the cock. We had this glory hole there. 
and I can't say who it is because he's actually well known ish. But he would man the glory hole, and he he would just be like, "Don't ever tell anyone it's me." He was super hot, and like my entire staff was like so excited that he was back there. It was crazy. Like he was like, and he like performs at Club Coming. He's well known. He's adorable, and he just didn't want anyone to know. He's like, I, "My dream has always been to man the glory." He did it like five times, and he got a boyfriend. I, I remember he just that pigged out. Like he did both, or he was just. He just sucked dick for hours. See, my thing, that's my dream for a party. I always say this, I, and I, I've spent, we've talked about this on the podcast before. I would love, because it's hard to find tops, because, you know, New York City, it's a sea of bottoms. Anyone who's a top is not really a top. They're averse. They're just manning up. So, uh, I don't, I don't, I wish I wasn't. I just think they don't. They don't self-identify, and they're not—they're not tooting their own horn. Well, I you know, would they love just a show up, and they just—they just, they just want to come in, enjoy. Because I feel like a lot Everyone of guys like, I, don't want to How many tops you see like, pop down there? I would love to see a wall with like twelve dicks in it, and like guys, because that would be amazing. Because everyone's a dick sucker. So what my dream is, is have a <laughs> party is where there's a wall with like ten guys. Who are like, listen, can all of you just edge? Like whenever you're about to come, you pull your dick in. That means minute break. So if we had like like you know ten guys and like you know ten guys around just, just their hard dicks right out as people walk in, someone who's a likes to get sucked would love that. But also, as, I mean, I'm just saying my own fancy. If I walked and saw a wall with ten beautiful, humongous dicks, I'd be like, I'm on nine for dick number four. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back later for the box. So like you want to reverse? Like you want to reverse? Yes. Um, I get Like speaking of. Glory do- like One a- of the parties that I want to talk about, which was uh, from the uh, pig pig house, I went to their glory hole party. It was amazing. But it was the same kind of thing as that, that basically they have uh, eight different glory holes and you're paying to be in there. And I'm going to say, I-, I am, I guess, a selective cocksucker. These men were there, but my thing is this. There's certain dicks going through that hole that I would not let go into There's my- definitely a such thing as a beautiful penis. There and is. I, yeah, they, I've been attracted to guys before that had... Just spectacular penises. And why I say yeah, that's what's great about guys, but they're great cops. And that's what I love about Glorals. There's yeah, times where it's like yeah. when you walk out and you see the guy like, ooh, but you know what? Yeah, like, that yeah, dick totally, was, yeah, that totally. dick was great. Like, it's like that, I, that's the whole hot yeah. of it. It's like, like wow, this is the best thing. It's like, oh God, that, that butterfly. You know, I don't care. That's like I, I said I before. <laughs> you think you're yeah. going to bed with Sharon Stone and you wake up with Sharon Glass. That's the truth. I don't know if you know that reference, Sharon Glass. Yeah, Sarah Glass is my first fault. Well, I'm TV versus film actress. I'm seasoned. I'm well seasoned. You're well seasoned. I'm well okay. seasoned. He, yes, Little Ricky is very well seasoned. Fuck We've seen many here. times. Shut up, Hori. I'll but, need you to co sign for me. But that, uh, <laughs> but the, the Glory Hole party, though, it's at uh, the, it, they do it about, I think, three times or twice a month on Wednesdays at one of the secret locations. Members only. And Yeah, the members only location. They do it a few. But it, they have like it, it almost looks like animal cages, like like but with walls around. They're like low on the ground. You just you pay. I think it's fifteen. I can't remember the exact numbers. But basically, you're paying for forty five minutes to be the sucker, and you have a forty five minute slot in one of the eight glory holes. And then everyone else, so you pay to be a sucker or a top. But if, to be a sucker, you have to sign up way in advance because they do I think three shifts of forty five minutes, and you have that hole. But now everyone else is walking up. See, my thing was, because when I went there, they're like, oh, hi, Brian. Like, oh, we want you to see the parties you can talk about on the podcast. Um, but, you know, the spot, I'm like, actually, I'm like, I don't really, I want to suck dick, but I'm like, I don't want to be stuck. Because, again, like, I was looking at the crowd, and there were some hot guys, but I saw some guys who were, everyone's beautiful. We're all right. God's children. Right. No. There are some people who I'm like, no. you know what, if that man keeps on plunging away, I, mean, I want the bear to suck my dick, I'm going to be like, 
a cast. Yeah, exactly. I want that one. Totally, yeah. But the party was still hot because even with those guys who were there, again, because like we talked about, like, you know, a dick goes through, you're like, this is a beautiful dick, but who knew it was attached to that? You know. Yeah, the whole time, yeah. Who knew? But the thing is, I noticed, too, the guys who were walking around to get sucked, they were playing off a little bit to the side, and there was a little nook of men all just stroking their humongous 10-inch cocks. And as I was sitting there, I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to give... I'm just gonna drop down, just fucking do it right outside. So it was so wonderful. So if you're scared of going to the party because you're like me and you're like, oh, I don't know if I really want to commit to being in that box, or I don't know if I want to commit to being a top for the night, there still is a little bit lingering inside. But again, if you're a true glory hole lover, check out Pig House. They're on Twitter and their party is fantastic. Never heard of this. This sounds yeah. fascinating. Well, yeah. the thing is, we were talking about this too because uh, big news, which we're gonna talk about uh, with late night cruising. A lot of the sex parties, it's hard for them because the thing is, forget about, like, we, I have this problem with, you know, promoting for Tuesdays at the cock. Right. We get flagged, and I'm sure you have this problem, we get flagged oh, yeah, totally. on Instagram, yeah, Facebook, totally. nonstop for, the second they're like, oh, that's a sex party, they flag us. So a lot of these groups are only blowing things out on Twitter. You can't say it, you can't show it, you can't allude to yes. it. So that's why it's, it sucks because so many people, like even myself, like I, I want to go to a sex party. I'm like, oh, like some guy was like, oh, you're going to go to this party tonight? Last night there was one. I can't remember where, on 32nd Street somewhere. And I'm like, I had no idea about this. Like, yeah, they just posted it today. Cause yeah, constantly... there was like that one thing at yeah. Handsome NYC or whatever. Continue once again. Boom! Come here. Stop that. Come here. He's like, my dog's chewing just I... random things he's finding. <laughs> Get over here. You are such a handsome dog. He's a good boy, but like... He was just chewing on something. You never know if it's going to end up being a piece of... Get over here. Come here. Come here. Go to daddy. So anyway, um, uh, Handsome NYC, and I'd go on Craigslist, and they would, like, every third posting would be them. Yeah. Then they got flagged, and then they got rid of yeah. the whole thing. It's a really hard thing. You know, I... We, try to, we support them a lot, and I, I, keep I try to very, go. I keep it very... My flyers now are very suggestive. Yeah. But they're not over... I, I, I've seen you, a lot of promoters that are younger Twitter. promoters. You... I don't, I don't like Twitter. It's, it's not about Twitter. No, no I know, thing, girl, but I don't you even go be, to Twitter. You know, it's the non-censorship of Twitter. I think it's that that clientele. You can really sell right, like you right. like that that audience. They love it. Like they no, have no, so much. Is. I send out a weekly email, and it goes to my Facebook automatically. It goes to my Facebook mm-hmm. and my Twitter, so they see the events. But I just don't go on Twitter that much because it's like a lot of politics. And frankly, it's a lot of porn that I'm just like, ah, my, my senses are assaulted yeah. by like these cocks <laughs> coming at my face. And it's not that I don't love that, but I'm kind of a little bit like, oh god, it's just nonstop. Where what, I, and I don't like Instagram much. I really like Facebook. I'm a talky person. I like words. Yeah, and I, I Facebook do. Is I tell you, a lot of my stuff's on Facebook. Things and that's the thing is because even the emails, people get reminded like, oh, that's right, tonight's Tuesday night, that disgusting party at the cock that Brian does with late night cruising. So they get reminded, but also you get that luck. This is New York City. We live off of the tourists. Yeah, like you get those twenty Italian guys we saw in Gay New York City. Well, welcome in. Let's see that force again. And, 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 do and that there. I would say I work. I work on social media. I don't live on there. So for yeah. me, it's like it's not that I don't want to, or like I don't. I have a preference more for one and the other. For me, is work. I have to go there. I have to promote there because, like, promote on Twitter. I'm getting so many people. DM and message me and like, oh my God, like I commented and what's this and what's that? And it just keeps growing because like everybody has a network, a a social network that they have. It's like, you can't help it. Some people love books. Some people love reading online. Some people love, like, it's just, you can't help it, but you have to. It's also can't give up. I promote every Tuesday. Like it's my first week. I always say that too. But the thing is like the second you're not like flashing out there, 
that's when I forgot the numbers drop. It's reminding people and just yeah, praying. You guys are lucky. You guys are lucky because when I started doing this, it was like we were there wasn't really Instagram or Facebook, and I know that makes me sound like a hundred years old, but no. it wasn't really that long ago. Yeah, that's about that was all, all time. I remember every Thursday. That's at when the it was the underground. Getting a box of fucking oh. five hundred flyers, and then having. Taylor Mack, who's now become a major playwright who planned Broadway, would come in and pick up the flyers and take them and put them into stores and hand them out on the street. It was like such a laborious process that even though, yeah, I get it, Facebook, it's sad, they flag you. They flag me for like <clears throat> Dina Martina, this drag queen that I worked yeah. with, was wearing yep. pantyhose and they flagged me because they thought it was nudity. Um, and because she just had like nothing on but pantyhose, and like so they thought it was nudity, but it was just like pant whatever. Yeah, they flagged me, but I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, I can't complain. It's a free platform. God knows, I made a lot of a living from this free platform, Facebook, and you know, Instagram to some degree, even though I use it less and I'm not that proficient at it. But like, I can't really complain about it. It sucks. I wish that they were a little more open minded, but <clears throat> you know, it's also true. If you let perverts go free, they they'll. They eventually ruin it. <laughs> Again, we're in such a homophobic world. They're a little bit extra because, like you know, like like they like I had a man biting down, like you know, on a like like a horse thing, and they flagged it for like a sexual activity. And it was from here up, and I'm like, gee, and now you're shadow banned, and you're getting like less views. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! So I had to take all the flyers down. Yeah, it's yeah like, totally. Yeah. But the thing, but that, that's mean, the, the problem with that is though, it's not even like a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like either yeah, it's either it's just, some kook in India or it's not even a person, it's an algorithm. And so yeah. you just gotta go and I have I have two faces. And they want accounts. you to buy ads. They, well, they, 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 we talk about this all the time. They'll yeah. let you uh, let something rock if you're paying for it. I and see women with their pussy lips hanging out, legit. Like 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 my my friend Beard. Oh, Hi Beard Will, he'll love it. Beard Will always points up there. He'll have a picture of himself like wearing just like sheer underwear and literally the woman's beautiful, but her vagina lips are bluntly hanging out. Nothing, Never everything's fine. Yeah, totally. You know, so the thing is, we have that, but also is like I said, like, you know, so many of these parties you're talking about, like, you know, again, shameless plug, where I work on the CAC, underground, like, word of mouth used to be the thing, where now it's like everything is well, on now social now media, and you have to they, do it that now way. Now it's like, everybody's a critic. Everybody, yeah, even, even if they don't even come, they heard from someone yeah. that heard this, that now they're saying that. So now you're losing traffic simply because of a second-hand word of mouth that's not even a, a third-hand, you know, that's not even involved in it or right, has never even right, been to totally. it. So you had that, and then people just go off of it. They don't even try to, like, form their own opinion. They're just like, oh, I just won't go. Like, I heard, you know. They just keep spreading. So it's like you're constantly finding an uphill battle. But even the sex like parties, though, we say, like, the, another issue that happens is even though, like, more of them are starting to, like, you know, put it out there, like, where, the, you know, they're going to be. The thing is, there's so many that are putting them out there with the address, but people don't answer you back. Like, you know, we started, we were helping out, well, I, even, I'm not gonna name, we were helping out one, that one sex party for a little while, and we were giving out the address more than they were, because they were like, hi, we emailed this guy like 10 times, and we're talking like really fucking hot guys. Right. And they were like, I emailed this guy like 10 times, and I'm like, here's the address, please go, and I'm on my way right now as well. Right, just right. because you're going. Right, right, <laughs> and right. Then, you know, so it is a lot of work, and but then like we've talked about. On, on the flip side of the sex party, you have people who, who are who want to go to select doors, but they're not. They don't fit the criteria, but they still won't go to open door policy. So it's like it's like I don't feel sorry for a lot of people because like they want what they not what they what they they want what they not that, that they desire. Like there'd be a bunch of old guys, keep it a buck, and they just stand around. None of them want each other, and it's like they're not attracted to each other. 
but they're not attractive. Well, so it's like it's like it's very like, important to give. So that's why I don't feel I don't feel sorry. It's for also all that. about the crowd. Like I, I will say this. Like for example, one thing that I love about my Lord and Master, who I pray to in the morning, <laughs> all um, the king people. It, it's a vibe as well. Like for example, like with your parties. The snobby, the gawkers, because I, I kick people out the a lot. Mandatory people, there's horrible bullshit. reviews about me, which I'm okay with. I, when I see those Hell's Kitchen fags who come in there, I'm like, hey, hey, if you're all just here to gawk, right, get the fuck right. out. They, yeah, what? I'm, I'm like, not, girl, I'm like, yeah, if weird. you're not going to take your dick out for the free shot right now, I'm like, you can get out. And they, they get offended. I'm like, no, because I've seen them like, oh, hot guys went back there. No, baby, I have 200 men here ready to have fun. Right. If you're going to be here, like, you could be a vo- There's a difference between a voyeur, I always say this, being a voyeur and being. A judgy like queen. A gawker. Or, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like, like, again, no shame to him. I love and support him at Rebar. Rebar constantly is trying to bring back that old New York as well. And when I say old New York, I always say Danny Nordicio, like that kind of vibe, like, you know, the cock kind of vibe, the eagle, what it used to be. And whenever they do it, you have that, those two pigs who go back there, like, guns blazing, and there's that, oh my God, and the pictures start flashing, and now they're like, gee, that's a you know, because we're always slut shaming each other, well, and that's, that's the, the one thing that Daniel, I feel like he pioneered was the whole underwear, the mandatory clothes check. Well, it's also it the always vibe. was mandatory mm. clothes check, and it was like, it was like the skinny dipping policy, like it was like the skinny dip mentality of, if we're all in, we all got to jump in. Yeah. But that was the secret to the underwear party's success, I think, in many ways. And it continues success is other bar owners. And actually, when I first did it, the bar owners here and on Fire Island, when I started it, they were like, we can't do mandatory clothes checks. No, we got to let it in our time. I'm like, it's everyone is doing it or I walk. And they were like, are you serious? I said, everyone. And I remember the first party sure. on Fire Island, a bunch of old timers live in town would come to the door. Hey guys, it's mandatory closure. Well, we lived here for, I don't care if you've lived here since the days of <laughs> Jesus Muhammad. Like you <laughs> not, you, you either do it or you don't. You don't come up with that attitude. Pines guys would come over and be like, well, I, this is the Grove. I'm not getting in my underwear. Then bitch, walk back 20 minutes to the door. <laughs> and the weird thing was, it took me a couple weeks to train people that it's my way or the highway. And then they did it. And that's a success. And I have people that literally work at all the doors at the end of our party in Fire Island because we get like 1,000 people on a Friday night, right? And so we have to have, because people will come up to me where the door I stand because I like to stand at the very front and greet people, whatever. And they come up and they have a little attitude. I'm not getting in my underwear. I said, honestly, we're not going to have this conversation. You're not going to tell me you're not wearing underwear. You're not going to tell me that you didn't plan it. You came to an underwear party. You're going to go get your money and you're going to leave because there's a 1,000 people coming tonight. I don't need your $20. And I'm not having this conversation. And then they go, oh, whatever, and they get mad or they act like I'm being a bitch. And then they try to sneak in one of the other doors and I have other people who say the exact same thing. We're not having this conversation. You came to this party because it's successful. It's successful for this reason. You're not undermining that reason. I've had some issues. I've had women, and oddly enough, a couple weeks that were issues, a couple of years ago, maybe it was last summer, we had this tranny, and I'm allowed to say that word because I'm over 50. Uh, we had this tranny <laughs> come to the party and, um, and, and she... I didn't realize she, she presented. I mean, she was very hot. And she came to the party and she went into the back room and she was like, had a phone light on and stuff. And she threw her drink and whatever. And I, I had to get someone and I had to kick her out. And I basically was kicking her out. She came over to me and she's like, I'm allowed in that back room. I was like, look, honey, that back room is really obviously for men only. I don't have a sign there, but it's for men only. Well, I got a dick. I was like, you know what? You cannot play it both ways. You cannot come up here with your fake titties presenting as I'm a cis woman and like I want to be treated as a woman. And then suddenly when it behooves you, you're a man. 
You know what I mean? All of a sudden now, because otherwise then I'm going to call you a fucking man and I'll slap you like I'd slap a man. And I was getting very, that sounded a little me, like getting all like RuPaul-y on him. But I was like, um, no, you can't all of a sudden decide. So I'm like, I'm trying to teach people how to behave in this environment because I feel that the patrons actually respond to parameters. Like yeah. They're like, they like, they, they like they to know. They like they to know guidelines, yeah. what guidelines, but it's also and how to behave. And I always say this too, like, and we live in such a politically correct world, you know, and everyone knows my opinion on women. I love girls. <laughs> I don't hate your sister. Just don't bring Sally to jockstrap night or let's see how many dicks we can suck night. I'm sorry. Leave her home. But you know what? Drag queen show, bring her. I always say club coming. Bring your girlfriends yeah, to club coming. But the thing is with, I always say exclusivity in minority. We are gay men and we are minority and we happen to only sleep with the other people in our minority. So yes, when it comes to sexual parties and things like that, I always say this, I'm going to a gay bar because the only people I can sleep with are at gay bars. And I always say like hot straight guys. I'm like, I'm straight. I'm like, baby, I don't even want to see your dick. Yeah. Okay, because guess what? That's pointless. This is the one space that I should be able to be like, oh, I want to suck your dick. Oh, you're not my type there, chubby. Then here, like, oh, I actually like pussy. I don't want to, but the same thing with the transgender community. I am not over 50, so I must say transgender. I, I get this a lot. Like, you know, I'm very, everyone knows I'm a titan. I'm very, I'm the first one, Chris Flynn, I love you. But I see a girl, I'm like, hey, hon, unless you're the owner's daughter, my sister, or one of the DJ's friends, unless you got a special stamp, which you don't, you got to go. Even the then, is, I say to them, why are you here? Why, when you know that your presence is making like 100 people uncomfortable? I did this event in New Orleans, Mr. Nude Orleans, last month, and I got into this problem. Because and that's he's, their raw hot. Yeah. Uh, no, that was always lounge in New always Orleans. Lounge. But with the transgender, they're just very, that way they know what we're saying. I'm, and I, I say this about women too. I've had girls who literally were sitting there flicking the bean and being clam bumpers. Not one gay man complained, and I also said, I'm like, well, you two are welcome, because they were being a part of. Of the party and instead I remember of being you, outside a, of the um, bubble, there was a couple like, that you, they, they came in and she was female the dominant. She comes once a year. And she we was love like, her. And we she love was like, I want you to fuck him, and I'm like, okay, we love her. Like, you know, but the thing so. is, these people are being a part of the bubble instead of outside. What I'm saying is about it's about Sally, or even with the trans uh, gender f- uh, male to female. I never mind the ones who are coming to play. When you're walking in right. there, because right. I remember I was like, oh, again, same stories, beautiful, and I was like, I'm so sorry, this is and. I swear to Hello Kitty and Jehovah, pulls up and rock hard, humongous dick, fucked 12 people right in front of me. I'm like, you may come. Right, you're yeah, welcome. Because you're being a part right. of it and you're not. And the thing is, you're playing both sides, but in the way where it's uh, adjustable to the group. You're like, yes, I am trans, but yes, I'm also here to have sex with gay men. So that's fine. It's the ones who are coming as. I'm going to be like the a bag hag. But again, I always say, that's like the gaming. I, trust me, even in the basement, I get the, the ah, ass, shut the fuck up. I can't believe the bartender's talking that way. Get, listen, if you're here to scream and talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, we're in the dungeon of the cock with 200 right, men who are right. here to have a good time. Like when they're down, like, baby, you want to dance? I'll tell you some other venues to go. But don't be, don't be sitting there tripping over people who are trying to have fun with each other. Right, right. You know, right. even at the Eagle, like, you know, I'm not saying there's sex at any of these places. But <laughs> sometimes you see a room where you have a bunch of men on their knees sucking dick. And, oh, my God, this queen keeps on dancing and tripping over me. I, I literally leave the bar. Well, I mean, I would leave the bar at this private event I've worked in another location <laughs> somewhere. And been like, hey, do you not see all the dick sucking here? Get the fuck out. Because they're, right. they're shocked that I'm, I'm an employee. I'm like... Listen, you want to dance? That's fine, but don't be fucking stepping on people while they're sucking dick. Right, know your right. audience, know your venue. Hell's Kitchen, you want to, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a free drink so you can go take a taxi there. Right. Go play with the drag queens. And again, I always get criticized best, but this is why I love Daniel, because I feel like you're the same wavelength. 
is my beliefs with these things. But the thing is, this what's so sad is that we don't have many people who understand that. Well, we have enough. I mean, I think that people do. You know, the other day I was saying that Kareem, who works here now on Sundays and does a party, was saying this thing. We love Kareem. We love Kareem. But he said something on Facebook about some women were not allowed in an event. And it was like, he thought that was really shitty. And I said, I think not every space should be for every person. I don't feel... I don't feel good about being... I'm not... I don't go to sex parties. I throw sex parties. And the reason I don't go to sex parties is it's never really been my thing. Because generally speaking, from the very first day that I started throwing them, it was like my landlord on all fours and... You know, people that owed me money and people that... <laughs> Dad, I, is that you? God exactly. damn it, get the fuck out. I just don't like looking yeah. down at the end of my dick and seeing, like, my neighbor or my <laughs> landlord or something. And people so, forget that we... Like, you know I, I get to ruin my sex life. Because you know I said, I'm like, you know, between all the things I do, I'm like, I get what you're saying. It's like, I don't really get to go out as much because the thing is, like, it's true. It's like you're sitting there playing. It's like, oh, my God, I, I, I've seen you be split roasted 12 times. My assistant or, like, rent. you know, the guys that yeah. work for me on Fire Island. I can't go to anything. They go to these naked parties. You know, there are all these naked parties in the pines or whatever. They're like, oh, yeah, they're doing a naked party at someone's house or a full moon party or whatever. And, like, do you want to go? And I'm like, I can't go because... I'm going to turn around and see, you know, Jason getting, you know, spit roasted, like you said. or <laughs> Love Jason. Or, yeah, Jason or, you know, Taylor or, well, Taylor, actually, I wouldn't mind. But, like, <laughs> um, you know, Sam or whatever. These people that I love and I see and I think there's a certain healthy distance that we have. And I just really don't. So, in other words, when I'm here, like, tomorrow night we're doing the Long Underwear Party, I'll be here. And then at some point I go, it's time for me to go now. It's gone bonkers. It's like everyone's having a good time. But I'm not going to go in the back room because if I do, it's half the people, more than half the people I know. And I just think there's a certain level of professionals. That, personally, I don't think it's all wrong for anyone else. It's just my thing. And so, uh, and that that was that was all right until the really demise of Craigslist, and that really sucked. Because before on Craigslist, I could just be like, <laughs> I'm, you know, I could meet people that like uh, didn't I, know. I, miss, me I hate the night apps. Night. The apps are fake. I miss Craigslist. My, I always say the apps. It's like. Dick pick, dick pick, dick pick, silence. The next day, oh, that was hot. I'm like, it was hot last night when I was rock hard and I wanted to play with you. Right. You know, Craigslist, I always say, like, Craigslist was like, come to my house now. Grinder and Scruff, it's like, it's a waste of time. Craigslist was yeah. great because you could put, like, what you specifically wanted, mm -hmm. and then you'd be like, and then you could leave for a while and come back, and you'd have responses to what you wanted. Whereas, like, on Grinder, every person's like, you know, what are you into? And you have to read And they don't read. Even my profile name, they they give me a facial. Read. Still, they don't get it. They're like, oh. I want come suck come let me suck yeah, your dick. I'm like, do you not read? I'm bluntly making my scruff profile into Craigslist. Give me a facial. I want come in this beard. Right. How much? How much more blunt can I say it? Exactly. You know. So that and was. And a lot of people want that connection. It's yeah. not really about the 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 actual hookup. It's the connection of meeting other men and just having that conversation. Because for them, it's that safe space. Well, that's why I think that, sex parties is that, it's are that coming lubing back. the the lubing the well, mental and all I have that. A about and that. The, it's like the foreplay. I, I think grinder foreplay. and scruff are starting to go down because I'm going to say it's like, and a lot of people say this. You know, you used to be able to go and grinder and scruff. Hey, hey, I, you're hot. I'm hot. We're, let's host. Now it's like this it's whole cat and mouse game, like the straight people. Exhaustion. But I feel that I notice this, like, you know, even like as much as I make fun of the glory holes, I've been noticing like some of the sexual venues I do for research, of course, what, but it actually really sadly is for research. People are starting to go out again because the things people are starting to be like, yo, I just I just want to get my dick sucked. I don't want to suck dick. I don't want to marry you. I don't want to talk. I don't want to get my name. I don't you want know, to explain what I, what I do. I don't want to try to play the game. I just want you And know. that's where I think on these social platforms too, like we were talking about before, us, you know, it's it's harder, but now that's not me, like being blunt about like, listen, come the, here, you know, the, the scum party. We, like, it's also people the, are really reading it like, oh, wait, there's a sex party. Yeah, the, 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 
But you have to blow it up everywhere, and you have to fight being flagged, and this and that's where we're talking about with the exclusivity. Again, Cream, you're my sister, and I love you, but I always say, because we've had this talk and fight before, too, you know, with all these, like, you know, the, like, Nubian Dukes, perfect example. I always, I always support them so heavily. I love them. We are a minority, we are, but even in the minority, this is a party for black gay men. We just want one night where everyone is black gay men, and there's constantly these white men going, why am I not welcome in here? Right, you have totally, the world, yeah, totally. just like the straight people, kind yeah, of. But also, this is a night which just black gay men. The same thing with us, I'm saying is, when you, I see a jock, jock trap party, like at the Eagle, I love the Eagle, but why are you bringing your woman? This is for men, but also is with the jock trap party, and I agree with you again, piggybacking on what you were talking about before. I hate this, they can't force everyone, and there's always those 10 guys who refuse to go on jock straps who ruin it for everyone else. And they now want people to stand, start they, they could, want to they, could they could make it mandatory, you can just make it mandatory. They're feeling you know, uncomfortable, because they're making, because now those guys, again, it's like it's like the, or the paddles, after hours, we've talked about, because a lot of guys are always asking us on the podcast like where to go after hours. They do four to seven, but it's not mandatory naked. I went once back in the day before I was the slave to Fridays and Saturdays, and I remember there was all these guys walking around with clothes yeah, on. Totally, totally. And now I'm like, yeah. there's a difference between, like I said, a voyeur and are you a gawker? Because now, right now, I feel uncomfortable because you're sitting there staring at me and not like in the grabbing your dick way, like judging me way right, as I'm sucking totally, dick yeah. and you have your full outfit on. Totally. Also, what, are you taking a picture? Yeah, of me? no, totally. It's, it's like, embarrassing. So that's why I agree, I agree with that. that whole beautiful thing of mandatory. You must, because also it weeds out the people who are not like gawkers, but I want real pigs there. That I miss the, totally, like, totally. and I always pray we've talked about your party so much. That's why all of our viewers, even not from America, are yeah. so excited because I, Always, your, your name's brought at least twice in each podcast. Yeah. Your underwear parties are legendary because it weeds out like you talked about before. Well, I, you know, the on that note, to that note, I want to say something really quickly about Grinder and uh, Scruff. There's, you know, for years now, I've been hearing people say, and I think erroneously, that Grinder and Scruff are the reason that nightlife is dead in New York. Yes. Or other cities. I don't agree. I think that I, uh, that nightlife is, is dying in a lot of these places. I think it's changed. I think a lot of the bars are not innovative. They're not interesting. Yes. Everyone's doing the same thing. And I'm not going to say a name of a bar, but I'm going to say if I announce something at Club Coming that's unique that I figured out that like I think is unique that I don't see mm-hmm. within a month, there's a bar in the city that I'm not going to say that <laughs> announces the same idea. Everyone because knows they're which not one creative. They're not creative. And the and thing is, is that, you know, and then rest. everyone's got a drag bingo and everyone's got a this and everyone's got a that. And and then I remember being on Fire Island and people being like, you know, in the 70s, you know, the Ice Palace was always full. Friday nights it is. And you know why it is? I consistently promote. I, I'm, first of all, consistency. They don't even know, that, they don't even know how to spell consistency on Fire Island. They'll do a party for two weeks at, you know, around the pool at the Pines. And if it doesn't work, they're like, you know, we got to cancel it. And I did this party for years. It doesn't happen overnight. I did exactly. it for years. And I, you know, the first time I did it, I remember being like, oh my God, I made $300. You know, I was a lot younger. And it was, you know, a different time in my life. But I was like, oh my God, $300. I mean, and then it was like, you know, and then it grew and grew and grew to this juggernaut. But like, people, whenever people talk too, about the old days of Fire Island, I'm like, come on a Friday night. It is the old days yep. of Fire Island. They're not on their phones. They're not on Grinder. They're not on Scruff. Because I'm offering them something that the Pines doesn't. Yeah, I'm also doing something the Pines, and, and I'm very proud of it. And, and the guys are working with the consistency, reason, though, you, I, we were talking I about I want to add that to that is the black party. There's no cameras. There's no pictures. It's consistent. You have to. You have to check it. You have to be in. You have to be in that experience. You totally have to be agree. in there. You have to be present there. But you also, can't. I want to compliment the vibe, which is what I'm saying. Is that again, I'm, I'm not trying to be cocky, but 
For Tuesdays, that was a tongue pop. My mouth's just too dry because I'm nervous because my role model's here. Um, <laughs> for Tuesdays, like, or any good party, but like we've always said, it's like, let's say tomorrow the owner right, fired me or something happened. Like Tuesdays will still be good for such a long time because people think it's still Brian Selleck production. But after a while, the vibe changes. Daniel Ardisher, he can leave fire around tomorrow. Daniel Ardisher might move to Alaska with his husband that he secretly has. Only God knows. The, they can do another underwear party at Ice Palace every Friday. People still show but up. again, they'll show up for a, a little while. But then what happens is the totally vibe agree. that Daniel totally does. Totally agree. They talked saying. about it. I know the owner of the Ice Palace who's a shady fucker. Yeah, because they don't make their own money. And, and, you know, you know, I, know, I know that he's talked about it with his staff because they've come to me and said he was trying to find a way to take it away. And the thing is, I know them. What it. they would do is we have eight guys that are super sweet that are ready to take your clothes and get you in there. I've counted... From the when you're at the bottom of the ramp to by the time you get the you know get your clothes, I can't deal with the bartenders. That's not my thing because I don't own the bar. But you get your clothes checked. If it's longer than 15 minutes, we bring in we we add more people. I don't want people. You shouldn't get off a water taxi that you waited for in the pines and then all of a sudden wait in line to wait to get your clothes checked. Then you wait for a drink and then you 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 invested two hours. So I'm like, we got to get these numbers down. How do we get these numbers down? We open up the back door. You know, I want to get the guys in fast. I want them to have a really good time. I always say to the guys on Fire Island that work for me, every, the first, you know, May 8th, we're starting it this year, and I always say to them, we sit down, the new guys, I always say, you are the first experience people have on the weekend. If it's bad, they'll have a bad weekend a lot of times. If, they, if, they, if you're rude, if they, they don't have a really good time, that lingers. I've been on a vacation where... I had a really bad first experience in a town. I went to Key West not that long ago with a friend of mine who's famous and his family. And the reason I say he's famous is not because I'm name dropping, but it, it, we, we walked into the hotel lobby and the guy was so rude to us at the hotel. And then my famous friend walked in and then all of a sudden he turned, it was super nice. Like he was so rude to us. Mm. And it... We talked about it for the whole weekend. We kept being like, it was such an awful beginning. It ruined our weekend. So I say to the guys that work for me, and, the, and I say to them all the time, I say, you set the tone for these people's weekend. You kind of decide whether or not they have a good weekend. If you're super nice... I think that's, that's, that's how I they about will... being a, a flight attendant. I yeah. set the tone of the, of the flight. Yes. If I greet them and polite to them, whether they acknowledge me or not, they know that I acknowledge them and I've said that. Some people who won't speak to me won't even look at me when I go on board. When they get off the aircraft, thank you so much. Have a good night. It's great. Like, it's, it's, it's know, that everyone has a bad day. And I, was saying, I, get, I get that aspect as well that everyone has a bad day. But like we were talking about with consistency, it's about the thing of like, the, like, listen, I have people who praise my name and then I have people who hate me. Yeah, I, same as you, I'm sure. Like, there are people who are like, oh my God, Daniel Ardiccio only fucked me for a half hour. And there's people like, oh my God, I love Daniel Ardiccio. A lot of people don't he like He fisted yeah. me, it was great. But the thing is, it's also the point of the consistency of that it's it doesn't happen ball. overnight. Like, from you doing this for years, you have that crowd who, it, it's not about, I always say, people like, oh, the Daniel Ardiccio crowd is a hot crowd. No, 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 no. I always say this, I'm like, it's not that his crowd is hot, even though they are. It's also the point that these are people who know what they're going to. You know, like the same thing, like people are always like, oh my God, this is a Tuesday. And I always say this, I'm not saying this in a cocky way, I'm saying this in a way of, I, I work. My thing is, I do a part, I try to make a part of that I wish I do. I wish I wasn't working. I, I wish I was, I wish I was there. I always I, say I'm that I throw the parties party. I wish I could go to. So then when I went to Berlin, yeah. I was in Berlin last week visiting my little brother. He lives in Berlin. I used to live there. I moved here from there. Mm-hmm. He, we were all, and my assistant Sam went with me, and we were all out at my little brother owns a bar in mm-hmm. Berlin, this adorable bar called Tipsy Bear. And 
Uh, we were at the bar, and then at one point I knew there was this massive gay party called Revolver for like 600 guys oh, naked. Wow. So yeah. I was not, know, I, I but I didn't want to see my little brother there. I didn't want to see my assistant there. My assistant's boyfriend was there. So I went, you guys, I think I'm going to go get some air. It's Berlin. I used to live here. <laughs> I'm going to walk. I walked outside. I got the cab. I said, Kit Kat Club, please, because I used to live in Berlin. I speak German. So I was like, Kit Kat Club, bit up. We were like, drove over. I jumped yeah. in. Our line, I got inside, and I was like, for the first time in my entire pretty much career, I didn't know anyone. I I was like, I just looked around. It was like hot guys everywhere doing stuff, having sex. And I was just like, I, I don't know anyone here. And I ended up really, did, I did Molly, which was really fun, um, which I don't <laughs> really do a lot because <coughs> no one needs to see a 53-year-old guy on Molly. Stop. But I don't I'm just kidding. But I like, um, but I did Molly because yeah, Adam gave me one, the brother. And, and all of a sudden I was like, fuck, this is great. And I was looking around all these hot guys and I thought, this is really nice. Like, I could... If I wanted to have sex and do, or do whatever, but I was just loving it. But my point is, I can't enjoy my own parties, but I enjoyed that. I can enjoy them, obviously, my own parties, but like I really enjoyed. But also, well, I would say I too, know. like you know, we're working them because I would say that too. Because you know, we all yeah. get those. But the, but also, it's not only the point of that, like you know, we're working them or what we're trying but to make. But then you have a pig host like it's, me. But it's the men. In. It's the men who know <laughs> what they're doing. Like that. Wow, like this is a Tuesday. Wow, like this is like the best Friday night party. It's because these men are all walking in here. They're like, this is what we're doing. I mean, there's enough of them. Like, let's say the 30 guys, like for your part, let's say like the maybe 100 guys who have never ever been, the other 200 are showing them the way quite quickly. Yeah. So that's where, that's where yeah, I say, totally. but that's about totally. the vibe. I'm like, because listen, like, it doesn't matter. You can have 600 fags walk in somewhere who've never been there. Are, I don't know. Are they all going to get naked? Are they all going to do this? It's like we're animals. But again, that's the point of consistency is that you're always going to have that big group that comes back. Like like you, I call this one the lead pig. The second you have that one guy, little Ricky pops out, <laughs> and he's walking around top of the East Village, is just oh, rocking really? out. The top of the East Village. That's why. Oh, that's why I promote my him. I mean, little Ricky has visited many people's bottoms. I'm very friendly. I will say, very friendly. We've seen videos. But sure, that's the thing too. I always say, like you know, it's the vibe. But the thing is that all these different characteristics, like you're doing a favor, because like we said, like. The second you ever left Fire Island, there would still be that trickle. But again, it's about the it vibe. Be. After a while, it's like now there'd be less people doing this. Before you know, people have clothes on, and it's like, well, yeah, all totally. right, well, good for you. I, I actually really love that people. I can't believe that all the years I've been doing this, that still people do like five dollars off if you're in a jock shop, which I think is fine. But I mean, more like if they do an underwear, they're going underwear party, and it's like five dollars off if you're in underwear. So it's not an underwear party. It's like it's just a party where pe- some people are going to be in underwear. Well, see, that's My the- point is, like, I just don't understand that people look at me and all the time they go, how do you do it? And I'm like, you still haven't figured out that if you're well, going to do an underwear party, you make it mandatory? But that's what we were talking about before with losing business. They're all scared to lose business. So what I mean by that is, like, like for example, I rather, I, and I, I've said this loud on the microphone, there's another comment about me. Some guy was, like, doing something. I don't know. There was, like, a gangbang orgy on top of the bar. And I don't know. We'll tell you about Ish. it later. DM me. And I was, you know, being like, oh, my God. Somebody's like, hey, hey, gin and soda. I'm like, hey, if you want a fast gin and soda, go to Boiler Room. Right. And I, the man was baffled that I was kicking him out. I said, baby, let me tell you something right now. I'd rather lose your 20 bucks than this. Sometimes you have to look at the big picture, like what you're talking about with the underwear party. Oh, yeah. By making a mandatory, yes, they're also scared of losing business. Like, you know what? Yeah, you might have 30 guys who are not going to come in because they don't want to go in the jock strap. But yeah. those other 50 are not only going to definitely come back because people are like, oh my God, every man was naked or every man was in the jock strap. They're going to tell their friends 
and now they're gonna come back, but also that's how you keep the pigs in. I always say, Dave, if you're looking for a quick vodka soda, Boiler rooms down the right, block. Totally, these, yeah. these 200 men who are here, they care about it. Same thing with the underwear party. Right. The 10 guys, queens you have who are fighting with you about, I've been here since the Stone Age. Guess what? Those That's 300 men are so happy they're not there. Well, what I learned, what I learned from that whole experience was if you turn them away and then they see other people going, they're dying to get in yeah. and they'll do it. So what I learned from that experience was, and I, you know, I learned many years ago uh, when I, I had very limited funds to promote the underwear party, I said... If I just get hot guys from the pine, admittedly, and I totally admit this, that the pines is hotter than the Grove. It just is. The Grove is more lesbian. It's more older gay yeah, men. It's different crowds. I love it. It's like my home. I like, really yeah, cherry I, Grove. I was is hit. My heart. The Grove is downtown. The pines is like Hell's Kitchen. Chelsea. Yeah, it's it, a, it, the it, Grove it is, is my heart. I will probably die in the Grove. Like I just love it so much. But I, when I want to see hot men, I go to the pines. It's hot. Like you rarely, you don't see a lot of hot guys in the Grove. But what I knew back then was I said if I just promoted in the Pines and I got hot guys to come over, the Grove guys would see them coming through town to go into the underwear party, and they'd come. So I'd save my money promoting in the Grove. I because I used to fly her myself. I had a yeah. bag, and I would yeah. go from house to house to house in the Pines, and I just said, "Get the Pines boys, keep promoting it, keep promoting it," and eventually it worked. And it was a Thursday night, I think. No, it was a Friday night when I started there. And it was a Friday night, and then eventually it worked because all of a sudden, all the Grove guys that were like, you know, we're not going to that party, blah blah blah, because it was post. You got to remember, too, it was post AIDS. I had a lot of people judging me because they yeah. were like, "Oh my God, calling me an AIDS peddler." I mean, I get why oh. I was called an AIDS peddler oh, for about two years in the media. Wow. I got called like, you know, there's this guy. I, I won't say his name because I didn't know like, that. We, well, we and we I'm actually, a stalker. Shit, I better really go home and no, research. No, we we so. actually worked our worked our differences out. But there was this writer for bunch of like out magazine and stuff that once he said to me he said you know you throw these parties that like you know are against the law and then you complain that you're you know you're that you're sort of the, the police are coming after you or whatever and I said to him I said I, I, first of all I don't believe that sex sex between consenting adults should be against the law and I don't think that the things that I do are against the law so I, frankly I don't think that just because there's a law, I mean, just legal. because a rule, and I'm not in any way saying I'm. <laughs> Hell, you bring laws in America that was a, that was against the law that's now legal. But like, also, yeah, like, you're like, big prohibition. Boys. Like, use a condom, do what you want to do. But the thing is, it's nice, like you know, listen, like don't call someone. I always say about the slut shaming. I think that's what this is really because yeah, that's what our community has gotten worse with. Well, this, yeah, yeah, what's well, Is this? I got in my face. Oh my god! I did a party at the cock once. I'll just say this real quick. Oh, I did this party at the cock, Mister Nude York. It was like yeah. five years ago or something. You're doing one never... here. What's the date again? Uh, the thirteenth. The thirteenth at yeah, Bedlam. Yeah, yeah. The... It's like an old nude beauty pageant. It's really hot. Send us a flyer. And he does one on yeah, Fire Island. Yeah. And he does Mister Nude Belvedere. It's Spartacus. Yes, I do it in New Orleans too. Mister Nude New Orleans. We just did it like a couple weeks ago. Um, but I'll never forget the last time I did. It was like prep had really hit. And I kind of wasn't thinking about it. We had all these condoms, and I did Mr. New York, and then we were in the basement of the cock, and it was just like the back of the basement. It was like, I was just thinking, a death trap. Anyway, at one point, I'll never forget, I threw out a bunch of condoms, and they just landed on the floor. And I said to my friend, it was like I threw a bunch of eight-track tapes. <laughs> everyone was like, what the hell is that? Like, they're like, is it a mint? Like, everyone just looked down. I was like, oh my God, it's like I threw eight-track tapes. <laughs> sure, no, you know, that's the thing about, but I will say, I feel condoms, I've been saying this too, they're kind of going to come back because I'm one of those pigs. Everyone makes fun of me. Listen, I suck dick for days. But I'm like the Matrix. I'm like, I don't care how big that dick is, how beautiful. I'm like, were you just in someone's asshole? 
wash that or how about another day? I'm not, I, I'm sorry, like, listen, if I'm, like, in a, an intimate gangbang or right, three-way, right. and I say, she's all right, like, you were just in Jason's ass, like, all right, I'll do she's that. A, she's a classy I'm sorry, I, baby, I don't know whose ass that was in. So the things, a lot of guys have been real, this has been a big buzz. A Ladies lot of guys are starting to they're starting to use condoms because they're like, no, I still want to get my dick sucked, though, so I'm using, I'm like, so I feel like the, even though prep is there for that protection, there are a lot of men who are using comps like, are yeah, you, but I still want to get my dick sucked both. a lot. That would you know, save yourself the trouble. But, but the thing is, though, too, is where I want to piggyback on this. You said something beautiful that I loved before about uh, Fire Around One More Time. Um, I always say this, too, with the crowds, like how you're so genius about how you used to promote so heavy in the pines. I always say this. When you see that one hot guy, and I hate saying this because we're all God's children, we're all beautiful, <laughs> but that one hot man made 20 men who are drinking stay longer. And I feel that men know this as well, too. Like, yeah. again, I'm not calling anyone ugly, but men that one visual. guy who maybe is not that, you know, Chelsea muscle guy, he's happy. And I'm one of them, too. I'm happy someone's just watching a hot group of guys. I'm like, I, I'm not even going to attempt to try to play with them. I know I can't, but I'm so honored that I can just jerk off watching them. And that's the thing, too, yeah, is that totally. those hot guys, they're like, for example, again, The Grove. I love you, The Grove. Everyone's beautiful. Oh, yeah, The Grove. And I'm not saying everyone. I love them. And there's a lot of hot guys, The Grove, but what I'm trying to say is, like, you know, again, just be. Just, that's just, just, just that's the only PC comment that you have. Just being <laughs> metaphorically and, and like, metaphor, for metaphors, let's say, like, The Grove people are person B and not the good looking. All those Grove men are going to stay the entire night because they're so happy just to watch. And also, again, everyone has a different type. It's that one big muscle muscle guy who's like, ooh, I see a, a husky bear. That's my type. It's that luck. And that's why I always say, because like, whenever people are like, like, oh, I'm like, baby, that be nice that I, I get free drinks all the time. I'm like, that man is keeping 20 guys who are drinking here. No, absolutely. And so yeah, I love totally. that, that yeah, intelligence. Totally. Like, and when I, I first started, the, t the other trick, when that was the trick I did in the Pines Grow, which was get Pines Boys and they'll come. Yeah. What I did in the city here, which I actually thought was kind of even more brilliant, if I do say so myself, I hate to say that, was I would go... Girl, I'm the, your fan club, right? The, yeah. slide, so, the slide was next to Bowery Bar, right? Mm -hmm. I would go to Beige, which was a Tuesday night yes. party, yes. and I would see a group of guys, a group of gay guys standing there, and I would have flyers on me, but I didn't have enough money to have a lot of flyers because I was yeah. just starting out. And I would see a group of like eight guys. I'd pick the hottest one in the group, and I'd walk over and go, hey, this is just for you, okay? And the other ones would also go, what's that? What's that? Like they, yeah, they because go. he was invited, they don't want to go. So I, I saved money on flyers. I didn't embarrass myself. Because if I went up and went, hi guys, do you want to come to this? They'd be like, like, eh. They would always be like, ugh. But if you pick out one guy and you're like, this is just the for alpha. you, you like, oh, okay, thanks. Like, I wasn't humiliating myself yet. I mean, later, it got hard. It was always hard to do that because there were bitches. But, like, you just pick one guy in the group. Then all of a sudden, they're like, he didn't invite me. I want to go. And they, the, like, the next week, and it was, like, around the corner, you the next week they'd show up. And see, that reminds me of, of Horror's Mascara. Um, video and it was um I, you probably don't know it was I know um them. I know them well fuck it's the um, it was Billy like Zach. what was the it was a song and what they what they did was celebrate nightlife and it was like um Tuesdays is Vlada like Tuesday was beige um Thursday is Vlada and it like it showed you nightlife and each one had a different vibe different scene like um, oh yeah no, and night Sunday nights at the cock Mimi in the basement um. Oh my God! He's got Margaret Cho on it. It's like it's, it's, no, a, it's a classic video. I used to know those guys. And well. it's like it's like they really show the epitome of nightlife here. Well, that was and the thing when I like, first started. It was like, like every night like, you yeah. had a place where everyone went. And, and that's what really I want to bring back. I want to bring back. Like yeah. Monday, Tuesday nights. Was you went out. You went out so much weeknight that you didn't have to go out on Friday night. There was no big party 
in New York City, unless it was like the black party, some special event. You didn't go out on weekends. That was for the the bridge, the B and T. If you lived in the city, yeah, or if you I did, like them a special yeah. event. And that's where it's like, hard to get them out too, because then, like we said about grinders, we've always said this. Even though grind and scruff are not what they used to be, there are still so many men who, again, especially in New York, it's cold. They sell that moment like, oh, let me just try to go on Grindr for seven hours and see if I can get one guy to come over. When it's like, oh, well, girl, you should have just gotten out of the house and gone out. You know, what we saying? lost our publication competition because back yeah. then we had Next, we had HX, and so you have all these magazines promote um, like getting information and getting these party events because if you didn't promote this party and they had it. Well, you look like well, you don't have the, you don't have the info. I'm gonna stay still stick to reading this because they have all the parties and stuff. So that's why I was inspired me to do late night cruising, which is a name from Next Magazine. <coughs> Next Magazine had a map of all the part all the bars and clubs in New York City, Isn't and crazy it had gone? and it had it's yeah, weird. and each Next. one tells you what type of bar wow. it was, whether it was dance, karaoke, piano. Um, piano and that's why we um, had only lesbian, and then eight was. I remember number eight was late night cruising, and, and that's what was the inspiration of it. So, like, I, you knew what bars to go to at that late night, then we could go hook up. And so, that's what they, this one who, like, you were like my first blog post, like, first and second blog post when I started my own blog, a late night cruise on Blogger, and I. Copy. That's where I got the 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 salt the salt to the sleeves, and like I posted and blogged it, and like nobody was talking about your party. That actually went to it. They described it, and if you didn't go, you wouldn't know what was going on. So my blog was like, "Hey, this is what happened. This is what to expect. This is what I did." But that so says that and all then, those things have been lost now. And again, like I know a lot of people are gonna get mad at me, but you always do anyway. Because again, everyone says I hate women and drag queens. I love all my drag queen friends. Just wipe off your makeup before you come to visit me on Tuesday. But it's fine. Right. But the point is, that's the problem is that we have no everyone because everyone's always oh, let's all be welcome. And I just had a fight recently about this. Like everyone should be welcome. Everyone like gay bars will be. Extinct because of you. I hope you're happy. Yeah. Because that's the thing because too. Because you're trying to you're trying to hit her on North. The whole point uh, of us as a minority, or and when I say minority, like even like sex like places or cruisy bars, the whole point of it is that that's if, if everything's everything. Oh oh, bedlam like oh, uh, could oh, you there's imagine? Drag queen, yeah. But things everything right, is the right, same. Right. Everything is a drag queen show, and I always say it's like well, that's like, why when we open as a gay plumbing. man, even Hell's yeah. Kitchen, I, I wanna I wanna go somewhere where I I'm not. Never go to Hell's I, Kitchen. I, I live there, but I, I always say I I'm like I don't go out there often. I'm not saying that we all have to be pigs here and be like how we used to be back in the day, but sometimes I want to go to a bar with his men there, big. Hey, how are you? Do you want to go on a date and maybe I'll suck your dick? You know, have a conversation like a classy lady. But the problem is I can't do that because guess what? There's 20 girls. They're like, I run shit. And they, or the drag, like, I love my drag queens. But girl, every goddamn bar, there's a drag queen show at every, every single night. gay bar. And, and that's one of the things I have to say that was I love a, them. What, what I'm proud about with happened with Club Coming was that we, when we started, Alan and I decided that we weren't going to, I was really going to avoid drag stuff. Not because we don't love drag queens, because I said, they're getting booked, they're booked and not bothered. They're doing great. They're yeah, all they, working. They yeah. got all of Hell's Kitchen. They're traveling. They've got plenty of places. They got, they got, this is know, their and time. And if they get on RuPaul, they don't, just, Yeah, just, exactly. And even if they don't, frankly, Sherry Vine and Jackie make. Beat, and they're all making, uh, they're booked and blessed. They don't need another bar. What you know, what needs a bar is a gay bar that needs for you know club coming. I'm talking about that, not so much bedlam. Is musicians, gay musicians, perform at club coming like Richard Cortez, Anthony Cherry, um, these really hot guys who. Uh, Your Monday night party. I'm giving a shout out. For oh this. yeah, Lance Moore. So, it's so rare because I never give a shout out for something that's non-sexual. I've been trying to go. I love Maria's Crisis, but again, even that because I'm an old musical theater fan. I used right. to do that before I became a slut and a whore. 
Maria's crisis, it's all the Amda kids and like, oh, it's too much. It's so nice. And I've been trying to go. Your Monday nights, I heard, is like, it's more of like a gay men's. Again, there's women there because that thing, but it's gay musical theater, like it's piano, the best. but sing. It's the best. But again, the thing is, Maria's Christ, like, I'm not trying to knock them, but you go there, there's always, there's a wait. On a Monday night, there's a wait. There's like, like at least 100, 200 people there. It's like, you know, the fun's kind of a little taken out. Where it's so refreshing to see, oh, there's another, it's not just gay musical. It's, it's weird that we, it's weird that we managed to do that because um, Lance Horn, it's Lance Horn and Lance I know, is just I, I a love him and He's I, great. And like, all of his friends, Drew, Brody, again. and all these guys that go there and Alan, Adam Feldman, they've been supporting him. All these people yeah. in Hunter Candy, they've all made this thing happen, which is really, really great. But what I love about it is, you're right, it's like, it's, you... What I love about Club Coming is it's it's it was it was my proof my my ability to prove to people that I could do something that was non sexual. People would always say to me like, "Oh, your party on fire rounds only successful because it's sexual." I've had the people say this for years, and I'd say, "Really? Because that's a lie." There, there are a thousand people that go or eight hundred on a slow slow night. Maybe you know, like last year, World Pride, we got like four hundred and fifty because it was World Pride. Everyone was in the city. Still, that's a fuck ton of people at that moment at any given moment. They're not all in the back area because that back area only fits like 200. They're dancing. Yeah. And so I said, you know, but go ahead. You, just, you can just count me and try to act like it's just sexual. Club coming was my proof that I could do something that was not just sexual. That I had the ability to see and, and Sam and Jason. And, and when I, you know, the thing that the underlying aspect of it that gets overlooked is that you're actually teaching a lot of people of actors and musicians and artists from the past. That may not be their A-list or you know have all these huge followings, and you're educating them. You're showing them the history, of what they've done, what they have achieved. You say they've done this, you know, because a lot of people like the Bed Bath and Be. Ah, oh, oh, I wonder that so it's always like, on nights that I'm working. I'm like, ah. Oh. And then people did, and in that in that event itself, you educated people who didn't know that Beth Miller was singer. Or, or how amazing Amber Martin is. That was what was great about that. That's what's so great about Beth Bathhouse and Beyond is that people learn Oh my God! Like Bette Midler, like did bathhouse parties in 1971a, and then they go, Oh my God! Who is this fucking tour de force performer, Amber Martin? Who's older, better than Beth? And also, really important about about his Bed Bath and Beyond. Someone, a lot of people, and I haven't not been. I haven't been able to. But I have a lot of friends go. I think I went. People have said like, Oh, that's just another sex party. I'm like, No, 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 no. I'm like, I have not been, but I have many friends who go, and this is my compliment about the eight people, like, uh, like the people dance and things like that. When it comes to, again, like, again, I don't hate women, as you're going to all say. The point is, it's nice to go somewhere where, yes, we're all men, and maybe we're all, we're all, all going to go in that section at some point. But it's nice just to be with men where it's like, we're in our underwear and we're dancing. It's nice just to be in that environment. And it, that's what I mean by, like, 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 it's not just layers. sex. Like, the one I'm trying to say, like, like yes, there's people tons are more of, open. We're all, it's nice just to be with, we're all gay men, we're all in towels. Yeah, we're all gonna go blow each other and fuck each other's brains out. But we're also right now we're watching some fat gags singing, which is weird. A lot of people just dance in the towel, or and they want to be that's, naked. That's they want to just get attention for being good looking. I have couples that, but they're, they're not blockers. Think, Those are yeah. like, no, no, no. You're absolutely right. You don't have to be a whore. I always say you get like couples that like go and they just want to feel sexy and they want to get naked, and then they they they're gonna go home and have sex with each other. But everyone thinks it's just like I'm not gonna judge you if you don't take your dick out once. But the thing is, the point that you're in your underwear, I love that. I always say that. Like, that's what the eagle, to me, I love the eagle, we all know this, used to be. There are so many men who didn't try anything, but it was nice just like, I'm in my jock strap, I feel pretty, I'm showing off. 
I'm gonna go home and fuck my boyfriend, but I like to be there. We're now or you people. Know what? People are like, I'm oh, go to a party. That means I'm gonna have to have sex. Or I'm no. gonna go out. Or I'm gonna, you know, go you know. get on the app and go fuck somebody after, you know, because they, you know, I'm at the ego. I'm at, you know, or we, you know, we're gonna leave to go to my place. Because a lot of people go to bars to go. Like back in the day, before you know apps, you went to the bar and you take somebody home. And also, just that's to, you, just that's to blow up uh, someone's head a little bit more. I'm sorry, but I have to. I want to give you another compliment about this uh, because with eight. With, I, there are so many sex parties. Everyone always says, oh, like, you know, I'm talking about him. What, do you, what did you say about me, bitch? I will, I will beat you like my redhead stepchild when we're done with this. So. You don't have one. But what I wanted to say was, so many people always say that, like, you know, oh, well, it's a sex party. That's why. I mean, again, I'm not sure. Uh, but Tuesdays, you know, the cock stands for church overseeing church knowledge. We're just praying at midnight. But a lot of people have said that about certain parties. Like, oh, of course you're successful. It's just all it's sex. No, 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 because no. guess what? Especially now, there are so many sex parties, blunt sex totally, parties, yeah. that I go to, and there's eight people there. Yeah, totally. And I've said this in Late Night Cruising, which we haven't, I'm sorry, I'm too excited that Daniel's here, so it's all about him. We'll have to talk about next podcast about our party. But there are so many parties I go to where I walk in, I'm like, and there's five guys here. So don't give that whole, like, oh, well, yeah, you're only, they, your, they, part, they, your they, party's they, only good because yeah. cause, cause you make people have sex on top of the bar. Two, no, yeah. it's the vibe. And that's what I'm giving that compliment is that it's not that totally. because you do sex. It's because Two you things that I've that always vibe. disagreed with is that one, sex sells. It doesn't sell. No. People sell. Like, I sell. Like, I, a good idea sells, but like, sex doesn't always sell. And the other one is there's no such thing as a, um, is it, what is it? A, uh, what is it? As bad publicity, there is a such thing as bad publicity. Yes, I yes. I hear all the time. One bad comment, Reed, ten people. Lindsay Lohan. These people are not getting work because they have a bad but they have a bad publicity. And I just I hate when people say, "Oh, well, at least their names out there or whatever." So anyway, mm. I just I, I I agree with you about the sex thing. People want to denigrate it. It's a lot of self loathing in our world. And like I feel like as long as I I don't have shame around sex, America. I don't very, know shame around we, sex. We, we, we flaunt it a lot, but we don't have it a lot of it. But also with his compliment club coming though too, like that was something that when you were talking about, I mean, because I've been there. For, I do love Lola, Kiki, Michelle, and Katrina Love. Yeah, okay. I go to see them on Thursdays. Whenever I go to club coming, the rare times I, because again, I'm here so much for work, so it's like, oh, leave, I have to come back to the village. Whenever I go there, that's what I'm trying to say is that the compliment again. Not only is your space for gay musicians and it's non-sexual, but the thing is, it's not, I've never ever seen those fag hags I want to punch in the face that I'm like, why are you I here? It's always like, th- that I always say this because people are always like, oh, Brian Mastelli, oh yeah, he hates women. No, 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 no. There's this, like Susie Hart, I always compliment her. She knows mm. I love her. I, Susie Hart, I, that's different. Susie Hart's the girl back in the splash days because I used to always bring girls to gay bars. I, Susie Hart was one of those girls who would be in my pack. It's the gays who bring 35 girls with them. There'd be right. a sprinkle okay. of like a couple of Susie Hearts, I call them, like, you know, at Splash. If Splash was open right now, there'd be 5,000 girls there. But somehow still, if you, when you go to Club Coming, it's still gay men. And it's the yeah. Susie Hearts. Yeah. I've never seen the annoying Sallys and Tammies. That's what I'm trying to say. It's very There was a weird that. period where Sammy Joe called me. Who's Sammy Joe's like? Oh, Sammy Joe. That's the smartest guy ever. I just love him so, so much. He's like... Uh, you can hear the wind when you walk the by. He's the reason the underwear party because he's the one that came up with the idea and said to me, we should do an underwear party. And I went, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I did it. And uh, he's just so many things. Sammy Joe's like uh, kind of under... Uh, sadly, I think he's been under... Rated. Appreciated, I'm underrated. Sure. Like he really is a great DJ. I I'm, tease him every all Friday, the time. I remember Sammy Joe in the basement at the cop. Yeah, I tease I him all the time about Sammy being Joe. the worst DJ ever, and he knows that I love him. I think he knows that it's a joke, but funny, and we're friends. We've been friends for god many years now. But my point was um, lost. Um, oh, oh my god! I, I oh, Sammy Joe. Yes, he, he, one time he called me. He's like, "We need to talk about 
club coming on Saturdays. It's getting because we had this problem with the community board where yeah. they stopped allowing any DJs or whatever. So Sammy, Joe, and Darren were making mixes basically to play, so that we, at least we had something that seemed whatever. And so Sammy Joe would go by and he'd be like, "There's like becoming like bachelorette parties and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. And we literally just started thinking of things we could do. I brought in the penis painter guy, like yes. you know, I, know, I, I brought in like the woman mouse who shot ping pong balls out of her vagina to like turn off like Becky's. Like I don't really just want. I want interesting people. I love straight. You want people. you want the all you want all New York. You want to keep that vibe. Yeah, where I love people, people come in. That mix of people just vibe and cool and chill. Well, there and used to be enough gay to... men who would, like, you know, again, I always remember this one girl, this is too much. And I'll never forget because I loved it because I created that crowd. Like, 10 men were like, didn't fucking leave, honey. This was before we made Tuesdays, like, men only. There, there's not 10 men anymore. Like, I've had fights at the at, a, a venue that that has uh, birds in it uh, at, at, that's dark rooster. with leather. The Red I, Rooster. No, not the Red Rooster. Uh, it was, uh, it's a black bird of sorts. Okay. And I was on my knees giving fellatio. And You're this praying, girl huh? literally made the man's dick go soft in my mouth. So, of course, I thought it was me. I thought I wasn't going down my throat far enough. But then I saw this girl was watching, and he goes, this fucking girl here. So I had this big blowout, and these men are calling me, uh, I'm a gay for Trump. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't want your fucking fag head watching me suck dick. Right. But only totally. one man came to support me. All of them are, thank you so much. I mean, because I was screaming. I'm like... Why are you bringing her back here? Not only why is she here, but you're bringing her to the little sex area to gawk right. and all these yeah. things like that. The things that's what I mean by like the Beckys is it's like there's not enough gays to be like, because she was like, oh my God, it's too much. There's not enough gays screaming, then fucking leave. That's where our communities change too. By, so that's why I'm giving you that compliment. Bars but, are desperate but, too. They're acting really desperate. It's weird to me that bars painter, are like, that, that's what well, I mean. yeah, I mean, that's how that's so smart. That, that's a, such a, Clo- uh, an underlying we just started going edgier to, to, just exactly. edgier to be like because now they're like oh, oh oh god like you know like, yeah. I've always said like you know like we've all talked about this because you know you used to work there like you know it's not again, numbers now it's the numbers game whenever we get those bridal shower girls the rare times we can't get them out we always said talk about the most disgusting loudest things who wants to have a co- I'll give a free shot whoever tells me their first fisting story I'm like get the fuck out then bitch you know so that's why that's that's so genius because it's so classy you know, you're not you're not being like, all right, well, let's make club club coming. We just do acts. They would do acts. Like, like kind of well, this is still classic. It's just a man naked painted with his penis. Totally that is yeah. just such I a genius. I don't want to forget, but you also have a place that far I'll call the the um, big dicks halfway in. Big dicks halfway in. Yes. And, um, tell us more about that. Is it just, so is it just... basically, what happened was the underwear party grew. As I said, over the years, it grew to the point where my staff got bigger and bigger and bigger. And instead of having like three or four guys, I started to have like I'd have to have like six, seven, eight, nine guys working the party in order to once again get people in fast enough. Because it was really upsetting to me the thought of people waiting for basically from their house in the pines to the bar. They were waiting an hour. And I thought, we're going to stop. They're going to stop coming. Yeah. And it's like setting off a bad tone for the weekend. So I started bringing up more and more guys. And I was like, how do I, I was paying $30,000 a summer to house these oh, guys God. because I'd have to rent a house it, myself and they would be like sleeping all over the fucking house. And I just thought this isn't working for me. So I thought, how can I make it so that I can house these guys for free? And that's when I found about this house. There's a dear friend of mine that had this house with all these rooms. And I said, let's make it an inn so that the guys can stay for free, but I'm making money on it. You know what I mean? So it turned it into a business that's a really viable, really viable business. Big Dick's halfway in does great. 
So we've been open on Now, you're only allowed to stay there if you have a huge penis. No, people have asked us that. I know, people always ask that. Do you love it when they come and show it? Do you get a big dick discount? People have asked that too. Our motto is this. We go down on anything but price. <laughs> that is That's our motto. I love so that. when people say to that to us, they're like, "Would we get a big dick discount?" I'm sorry, honey. We go down on anything but price. Um, it's it's my favorite thing that I do. Is my favorite thing. My favorite thing that I've ever done in my life was my. I used to do a, a radio show at Eastfield Radio with Bianca Del Rio. You did a podcast. Yes. I forgot about that. that was, he did a podcast. It was on Second app. It wasn't. It was right across the street from Lucky Chang's yes. in Eastfield Trading. And I went to it, and I got yeah. some free stuff there. With like, it was that. <laughs> me and Bianca Del Rio and my dear, uh, Mishy, rest in peace, Robin Camille. Oh, uh, that's Robin, right. Robin and Bianca and I did this show for, what happened was, it was 2005, I was doing the radio show, I'd been doing it for a year, Katrina happened, I lost my house in New Orleans, I knew Bianca from New I didn't. she didn't know me, I knew her from going out to bars in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have got to work with that queen now that I heard that she'd come up here uh, to New York. Right. So I went out and tried to find her. I finally found her. I said, we have to work together. And we started working together, working together, working together. We were doing parties all over like town. 2009? 2005 is when Katrina happened. So it was 2005 she moved to New York and we started working together right away. The radio show was 2005, 6, 7. And I moved here 2008. So I, still you, going on. You, did, you did another podcast and I was able to attend that. And I was, Where was that? that? Was that the radio show? The radio place? It was no. It was like a, like I said. It was like the cock was the storefront. The, yeah, because yeah, the storefront. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because it was it was like the cock is on second. But you know when you f- go past Houston, mm-hmm. it's Allen or Christie's like one of those streets. So it was I knew it was always in Lower East Side. Yeah, yeah. And so it was at this place, and I was like, oh my god, I thought it was the coolest thing. I got I think I got like some nasty pig socks or something. Like I want something, and it was like it was really cool. So I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, that was my favorite thing I've ever that I'd ever done because it was not about money. It was with my friends. We did a two-hour radio show and then we would go to Eastern Block and do a party. And it was so much fun. It was like, you know, it's when I got to know Alan, my business partner, and he would show up and then it was like, we just had the best time. That was it. The second, my second favorite thing I've ever done is Big Dick's Halfway In because it's seven bedrooms. We rent a lot in the summer. I arrive on Thursdays. I do a big shopping spree oh, for the weekend. Yeah, it's tiny. Oh, wow. And there are three cabanas out back, but basically those where my guys sleep. So seven rooms that we rent out. Mm. Um, but I arrive, guys that have come to my parties or know about me or guys from Europe or wherever show up and they check in. And we, I start cooking dinner. We all start hanging out. They come and have drinks and sit there and talk with me. Sometimes shenanigans happen. Shenanigans. You know, shenanigans. Imagine. Sometimes I, look, I wake up and, you know, come walk into the kitchen in the middle of the night and there's like fucking going on and like the spiral stuff. Like it's like other times it's like, you know, I go back to the jacuzzi and there's like these romantic moments. It's, there's just a really lovely, it's very Magical. gay. It's very like people. Very under, balance. Oh, it's just wonderful. Magical. And I've never... <laughs> Like you're always, there are always people. You know, people stop over and visit. Big Dicks is just this. It's like, I, I wish all of life could be like that. It's also helps that it's summer and it's warm, and yeah. you know, my dog is like always happy because he's running around with everyone. So it's just a great time in my life. Every summer, I'm so excited. Sixty-three days until the first underwear party, and the first person checks it at Big Dicks, and we do a countdown on on Instagram and Facebook. I gotta, I gotta figure out how to get this one to fire. That's we gotta well, it's very hard for me to go because I have a very odd schedule where I work at, at the Cockerus. And so I, I can only basically day. go for like two days. But I, I grew up in Long Island, so I used to go all the time. But I, like we were talking about before, again and again, Long Island, uh, Fire Island used to be such a different place. 
You know, because again, like I said, there used to be like only one or two Susie Hearts. You're welcome, Susie Hart. Now it's like, like I, I remember la I went, la I only went once last year, but I was like, there are there. so many fucking Beckys and Tammies. I'm like, I, I, I don't know if I'm gonna. And the, yeah, and the meat rack. And the meat rack. You know, is oh, I, and, well, no, it's no, changing. The meat but rack. Gotta... Meat rack has kind of died. We've talked about this before on the podcast. You know, I remember again, like I said, I, I, I'm 35 and I caught the tail end of good sex. I always say this, and. I remember walking through, not even trying. I would literally walk and trip and fall on a dick. Like, it used to, like, literally, like, I'm not joking. My first time walking through, I was like, oh my God, there's 45 men having a gangbang right in the middle of the fucking woods. I was just trying to go meet my friend in the pines. Jesus Christ. Now you walk through, and it's like, girl, you walk through prime time, and again, just Becky's and Tammy's, oh my God, are their dicks out? Yeah, that's true. Well, not, not with you screaming like that, Tammy. Yeah, that's true. Not with you screaming. No, like I that, agree you know? with you, but I have to say, and compared to the rest there's of the world, I feel places, like yes. we're just in this incredible place. They try, yeah. we fight them. Straight people are trying to encroach on Cherry Grove, and I'm sure the Pines too as well, yeah. and we just fight them. Like, I just, we just sort of, they tried to encroach upon the nudity on the beach, we fought them, we ultimately won. You know, it's eventually things are going to change, but I feel like in my lifetime, I think I can keep Cherry Grove. You know, yeah. look, the lesbians were really against me. The only ones that were on my side were the gay men, and the lesbians were against me in the last few years since I started doing Lies and Nelly and all these shows out there. And also, too, frankly, once they saw me with a dog, they were like, oh, he's a heart. They, <laughs> they didn't think I had a heart before. I was like, just because I don't have a heart, you think I like, like, don't have a heart. And so I, uh, I, I find the lesbians, I feel Cherry Grove is really behind me now. They're like, the, the entire community. Well, I like, think, I too, you're about. bringing that revenue in every weekend, and you're making a lot of business. You're, they're you're helping their businesses business. out. Grow, and and, and that's thing, too. It's like, you know, we were talking about with the exclusivity of minorities. The thing is, like, you know, like, whenever I fight with one of those new age millennials, like, it should be equality for everyone. I'm like, no, 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 girl. Don't try to throw me that I'm, I hate women and straight people and equality. We shall be equal. It's the point of our forefathers fought so hard for us to have safe spaces to be together. It's not a safe space if it's just like going to the grocery store where you don't know who's gay. Because yeah. we're going to go back to the days where it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the cock later. Maybe another gay man will be there. That, yeah. that We are a minority. Even though we live in Manhattan. And we, and and we, and we don't, we don't want to feel like we're a novelty or And that's why I was saying. We're not trying to be nasty. Or, but yeah. you know, fine yeah. like, I, 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 really, my, I love my mother and father. But any other straight people, I hate them. But the thing is, I always say this. I'm like, the whole point is... This used to be such a safe space of like, it's so nice to be somewhere where we are the majority. And that's what I'm trying to oh, say is disappointing. And, and, and that's why I love Cherry Grove and I love the Pines yeah. because frankly, if you're there on a Saturday night, you're the majority. Like yeah. by far, it has not changed that much. Yes, there's straight people coming out there feel more comfortable, yada, yada, yada. But there have always been straight people and there have always been straight celebrities that have come out there. Like, you know, um, I, I feel like when I go out there on a Saturday night and walk through the Pines, I don't feel like it's changed that much. I don't see like a ton of straight people. No. They don't. I like it when they don't feel safe. I like it that they don't. <laughs> yeah. I I kind of regret that straight people think that we're you like. You know what it is. Oh, right here, straight man. I'm like, that's why I'm coming for your ass you right now. You know what it is. Is that is that giving them that sense of this is what we go through. I want you to get just an ounce of what it feels like to be us. For but it's a day. also it's the difference. Like, us about, I, I always say this. I always talk about Splash. I loved Splash back in the day. And when I used to go to Splash, I always said, like, I used to be one of those gays who bring a girl or two. But again, with thousands of gay men, and, and again, lesbians, I don't hate women, or like, you know, but you'd say a couple of women. Now, like, I, I'll never forget my, my, I haven't been in a long time because of work. The last 4th of July, oh my God, there was so many, like, there was, I, I swear to God, at one point, I'm like, oh my God, I think we're a minority again. There were more straight people to watch the drag invasion. 
They're all the girls kissing their right. boyfriends. Oh, yeah. And my, my thing well, is that's, that's, that, that, like, that's the invasion. The you know, invasion but, and misfire. But it used to not be like, like that's yeah. what I'm saying. I said with the splash, like if splash was open right now, splash there would be. Yeah, but that's the bar owners. I always, yeah. I, you know, I think bar owners are. Well, I, I call our people. I always say like, yeah. there's that one fag who's like, like you know, I'm gonna bring my straight friends and all their husbands. Like I always say, my best friend Mary, I bring her and her husband. There's two people, and again, there was a group of 15 fags. So it's 15 fags, and we got one husband, one wife, and trust me, he was hotter than life itself. So I'm like, girls, take your shirt off. I think you're a fag. But the thing is, where now it's like, you know, there's times where I go, I'm like, you're a big group of like 20 straight people. Right, right. Are, we, are we your zoo animals? You know, that's the thing. But as our community changes, and that's why I always say and why I'm so obsessed, I'm so glad you came on the show today because you are one of those people who still, are, I feel, is fighting it, but also fighting it in a positive way. You know, and still trying to keep it there and still trying to be nice about it. Like, you know, and that's just the way it is. I mean, I think this podcast, because we are getting close, we've been doing this for now for an hour and a half. We've already offended at least six people in our community, six oh, different groups. We offended straight people. I, but I, I, you know, I can't remember who it was who was saying, I forget what it was. There was something that was going on at a university and someone was offended about something. And I remember reading this, uh, this professor who wrote, you should be offended. You should be offended every day, particularly in college when you're young. Yeah. You should be offended. You should come out of your family womb and go into an environment where you're offended by things that you see because you don't know about them. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize that existed. Life is not about going through life not being offended. I are don't, not I, know, I frankly are don't know. It's also not, not buckling down. I'm going to quote Kareem Jagger right now. This is actually a very big compliment for him. So we, we've always had these, you know, because he's told me, like, you know, his friend, you know, he's very. The reason why I'm complimenting because he's very, he will not back. If Kareem Jagger says something, I'm giving this compliment, he won't back down. He said once to me when I first started actually doing this, he goes, girl, you got to really calm down with all your like, you know, gay men. I'm like, girl, this, this is a very big thing in our gay community about like, you know, the gays who are like, no women, this is not for you. This is my thing. I can say it, even though I work in nightlife, because I'm never going to back down for it. And that just, that, that's the way it is. Because he was saying, he's like, you know, but he, and he agreed with me. He's like, you know what? You're right. Because I had one woman who wrote a horrible review about me saying that I kicked her out. I'm like, that's right. I didn't kick you out. I just told you, honey, I'm not going to tell you you're pretty. Oh, see, the thing is, you're it's so weird. That, you know, it's so weird it. that I, who would go to Yelp to go to the cock? That, I mean, <laughs> oh, Facebook, everything. I just love that. People would be like, I'm going to go to the cock. Let's look at Yelp. I mean, it wouldn't cross my mind. Like when I was in Berlin, I didn't go, oh my God, let's look at Yelp mm -hmm. to see about the, you know, Kit Kat Club. Although I will say, I did go on Bear. I went to Bearcom on Sunday night because my little brother got me in and it was like, I thought it was lame. I was like, my friends DJ, Nita and Will DJ. I, I couldn't okay. stay that late because it's, we'd already had a fucking long weekend, but I couldn't stay and I missed them, which really sucked. But we, we were bear coming. I remember after leaving and thinking, I gotta read their Yelp reviews, which I've never done in my life, but I wanted to see who would write a Yelp review about BearCon. And it was like so funny. If you're gonna back up, you know, what you're gonna say, because that's the thing, like, you know, because no one wants fake. Like, not for anybody, but this podcast, we didn't offend anyone. They would have said we're fake, but I can guarantee you that anything you just said, like, you know, when we were talking about Sammy Joe being like, you know, an open hole at the bottom, we'll say that to his face oh, and we God. say it on, we say it on Facebook the all the worst. time. He's the worst. And that's why, he, that's why he loves me. I, always, I got, I got, I get in trouble doing the, uh, God, this is a story. Do you, this one used to warm oh, me up. Oh, sometimes I love, I love Sammy Joe stories. Oh, no, no, this isn't a Sammy Joe story. Oh, this is a, a fucking. I got so excited. Glam Awards. I won the Glam Awards for Best Promoter. Thank you very much. I was but, there. Um, I was wonderful. Yeah. Yes. And I said that stupid joke because I thought it was really funny and I'm going to explain what happened. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I never have seen Drag Race except for the season Bianca was in it. I'd watch it at a bar, you know, so I didn't really pay attention. But I supported Bianca because I love her. I then started watching Drag Race subsequently since it's been on Netflix and I became obsessed with Jinx Monsoon. 
I think Jinx is just smart. Like, super smart and funny. But the point is, I was watching her in this roast where she said this joke, which was so offensive. I'm going to right now preemptively say I'm sorry if it offends anyone. She said, RuPaul, no, Lady Bunny is sold. She remembers when RuPaul was her property. And I thought that joke was so hardcore and Ru loved it and Bunny loved it. That I was like winning the Glam Award and I thought, I'm going to repurpose the joke a little bit because Bob was hosting. So I said, and forgive me once again, yeah. like you can tell me what you think of it, the joke. And I went up and said, I've been, life has been so great to me throughout the years. I've been in this business so long. I remember when Bob was my mammy and Bob <laughs> attracted me. And I got called out for it. But he rolled, he rolled with it. I, I, yeah. He rolled I, with I, it. I knew Bob back and we used to work at Jekyll and Hyde together. He, he's very non-politically correct. But I, yeah, think I that's the, but I think that's also the essence of New York City. And you have New York City humor. is it, no, no, it's the I love Lisa Lampanelli and Kathy Griffin, but that's the problem is people can't laugh anymore. Well, it's not like, even that. Know. It's a culture thing. And I want to explain that to you. I'm from the Midwest. And I'm from where people use the manners and things like that, and we don't say certain things. And everybody's our friends, you know. Everybody's our friend, you know. Family, you know, even if they're your friends, if they're really close friends, then you're they're your cousins. They they're all in yeah. relation. Coming to New York was a culture shock. It was the you're a stranger first. Then once they get to know you, you're a friend. Yeah. So a lot of that PC and like that you see in like the Midwest and the South, you don't see in New York. So to me, is an affront. So like I say that with this like. That's part of New York City. What you said, that statement, and now you that banter back and forth wouldn't go over in other cities because they're so conscious of being like PC and correct and, you know, is this okay? They they do ask for permission. They don't ask for forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? So right, that's the right, difference. Right, yeah, yeah, and so right. I want to preface that. So that's why I get it. And it's one of the things you learn. And, it, and it's funny because I now embrace it in New York. And like a lot of things, we talk about words and sex and stuff. There are certain words that, I'm so used to hearing in New York, it sounds ridiculous hearing from like if you don't say anything else other than that. Like booty. During sex, that is the most disgusting, turn off, juvenile thing to say to me. It's so disgusting. Like, well, you wanna fuck about you want some of this booty? Absolutely not. <laughs> you don't want some ass? Hell yeah, I want some ass, but other than that, fuck out of here. I don't want that. I like, want a dick. Wait, I want to like, like, Applebee's now I'm gonna get power bottom by twenty guys dirty, or what do you mean by dirty? No, I just say like no, like I just think like when you talk when it comes to sex, don't be PC about it. Oh yes, yes don't yes, yes. don't be trying to say like you know, are you give you some of that loving or like are you fucking or not? Like like that is so like I get like certain things where you can't say it, text it if you have to, but just certain things just to turn off. Well, like I love we it. had this conversation. We do, you know? have, but I, I will say I have to pee so bad I'm starting to dream about golden showers in my head. You, you can. So this is, we always do this. But also, Daniel's a very busy woman and he has six bottoms waiting for him. So we we do have to wrap up. He's a busy but daddy. I just yeah, wanted right. to give another shout out to Danny Nardiccio. He is amazing and one of my true role models. I want to grow up and be him, or if I ever get fired from the cock, I will work for him somehow. <laughs> Jason, you're fired. No, but also, um, so again, please, we're going to do another podcast, hopefully next week or the week after, because I have some well, extra things, I know. This one. But we still have to talk about our part, uh, Late Night Cruising's party, Body Shop, that will yes. be happening on Mondays. We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're not it's not happening on Monday, so it's not happening this it's Monday. It's not happening Monday. It's, no, it's, it's probably we're gonna, gonna come with a new project. We got some things in the work. I don't know. Maybe maybe about. maybe even Bedlam will will host Body Shop. We don't yeah, even know. Totally. We'll, we'll look into it. But again, look on what's your main uh, Instagram for people to follow you? 
Just Daniel Nardiccio. Just Daniel yeah, Nardiccio. Yeah, yeah. Is there any fans like underscore working on people or with that? Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember. It's just I type in Daniel Nardiccio. Go to dworld.com. You can see all his parties from fucking New Orleans to New York to Fire Island. You have to go out. Like, it's experience. I actually, funny story, the first time I went to your underwear party, I had nowhere place to stay. And so I literally went to his party. I got on the ferry, got there late, went to his party, cruise around, um, cruise around um, Meat Rack. Um, then I hooked up with somebody, just started crashing their place, got back on the boat, and head home. Do not try, <laughs> gentlemen watching, do not try this homework easily. Also, has a 12 inch penis, like I say all the time. That's why it was so easy. You will be sleeping life is, in the sand. But girl, do not try that at home. First life is but anyway, no life. Thank you hilarious. so much, Daniel, for coming Thank on. Thank you guys. We would love to have you on again. Uh, look at late night cruising. Yes, of late night cruising now has um, dirty. Yes. The dirty gay show now has. <laughs> exactly. Follow us at uh, the dirty gay show on Twitter, Instagram, and all that and, stuff. And yes. if you're looking to be a bottom, easily on Instagram. And if you're looking just to come to my face, Brian on Instagram. Thank you so much, everyone. Yes. We'll see you all bye, soon. Bye. That was magical.